some kind of cough. Hey everyone, come on into Mackie's Clubhouse. It's a fun place to be, and even easier to get into than Kavanaugh's ex-wife. <laughs> this is Mackie's Clubhouse. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Larry. We're talking about Season 5, Episode 10 of The Shield today, called Of Mice and Lem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when I saw that title, I thought this was the end of Lem. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I know how that book ends. Yeah. No, I really <laughs> don't. I never read it. But, um, <laughs> I know it's a book, though. I yeah. Read. I mean, if they put Lem in a title, it's probably not good. I think that's John Steinbeck, right? Ah, uh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I try um, to avoid literature whenever possible. We're going uh, original air date on this one, Jake. Uh, 3, which is March 14th, uh, 2006, directed by Gwyneth Hoarder Payton. Yeah, not Gwyneth Paltrow. No, I was that's, that's <laughs> a mouthful of a name. Um, yeah. This lady has directed like American Horror Story, Sons of Anarchy, Justified. This is the first of like, I don't know, maybe four or five S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes, I believe. They like her on FX, it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard on FX for Shadow. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Good for her. Who, who wrote this bad boy? Uh, this was a tag team by Charles H. Egley. And our boy Kurt Sutter. Oh, Swoozy Kurt Sutter. I'll tell you one thing. This episode is a dandy. It is. This <laughs> episode. Is phenomenal. This is one of the best episodes of the series, I think. The, the, yep. the first episode is great. This episode's really awesome because th- there is something going on in every scene, pretty much. There's like, like no wasted bullshit in this episode. <laughs> I agree. And it, yep. it's like, it is intense. Like, at one point, I was like, man, it's like, we got to be coming to the end. There's so much shit going on. And then, like, there was still like 30 minutes to go. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, like the main plot, like the thing you think is going to be the main plot, wraps up pretty early. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like the whole thing that the strike team's up to, like that wraps up, and then it's like, oh, here's a bunch more episode. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, So, Lem's at home. He's... he's yeah, he's rock. out on bail, and he is looking in poor poor condition. Yeah, he, he's crying. He's barfing. He's puking the blood out, and he's crying, and he's just like, you know, he's coming to grips with the fact that, you know, it's all coming to an end for him. Yeah, he's kind of out of options at this point. Like, it's it seems like he's going to jail one way or another. He's just trying to look for a way that, you know, does it with the doing the least damage as possible. But uh, Kavanaugh decides to drop in, which is not a very welcome visit. Yeah. And uh, he's just working Lem up even more, and Lem starts puking blood in the garbage can, and Kavanaugh's like, oh, hey, what's going on there? And Lem just kind of screams to get the fuck out. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does. He's so creepy in this episode. God damn, is he creepy. <laughs> he he takes it to a whole nother level this episode. Yeah, he's real, like, he's real aggressive in this episode. Yeah. He's, so... he's completely lost his his mind by this time. Um, this next scene is fantastic. <laughs> what happens here, Jank? 
So uh, we get a scene of Vic. He is over at Sadie's house, Kavanaugh's ex-wife. You're like, that's weird. Why would these characters be in the same scene together? That, that seems odd. Uh, he says, oh, yeah, I'm here checking up on you for John. John's my buddy, John yeah. Kavanaugh. We're good, good friends. Yeah. And uh, he wanted me to come check up on you after that whole, you know, thing that went down to the police station. I guess she's out on bail, too. Um, probably awaiting her court date because they were pressing charges. Well, of course. Yeah. So so he's over there and she's all like, yeah, John's a piece of shit. Like he wasn't even married to me. He's married to the job and shit like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's cool. And, uh, Super crazy here. Yeah, she yeah. seems more put together. Yeah. Yeah. She's just angry now. Like, she seems like she has her faculties, and she's just kind of pissed. Um, so they're kind of talking, and and uh, she's like, yeah, you know, tell John he's a fucking coward for not coming to see me himself. And Vic's like, oh, is there any other message you'd like me to give him? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, there is. And she just starts making out with him. <laughs> it is intense. Like, he pulls her pants <laughs> off, her panties off. Yeah, pulls everything off and just throws her up on, like, the kitchen countertop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's some great facial acting by uh, Michael Chiklis here, where you just see the look on his face where he's just like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe this worked. Kavanaugh's going to be so mad when he finds out I fucked his wife. This is the best possible way this could have gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's happening. It is. It's <laughs> happening. Because he's trying to make it look like a personal vendetta, and what better way than to fuck the guy's wife? I mean, I'd, I'd, run, I'd take a run at her. <laughs> I think she's, she's a good so little lady. What a move. God bless you, Vic Mackey, for, for going there. Yeah. Oh, he went. <laughs> he loved every minute of it. Uh, yeah. So Lem, Lem is at Becca's office, and the strike team comes in, and Lem tells them, I'm taking a deal. Yeah. And they were like, like, I can't do this anymore. All the uncertainty is just, you know, making me crazy. Like, I I just went out. <laughs> He's like, I'll get, I'll get five years, or she maybe she says he'll, he'll get five years, do 18 months, he'll be out on parole. Yeah, staying clean is going to be a problem, though. Yep. (laughs) He's just going to basically go in for the heroin charge, and that's it. And it'll seal everything off. The other guys won't get in trouble at all. It'll just be, hey, I sold this heroin and was trying to sell it under the cover of authority or whatever. Yeah. uh, So just be me, and you guys are all good, and I'll just take the hit for everyone. And And that's, yeah, that's exactly like, that's kind of what he's telling Shane. Listen, I'm taking the hit for us. It's over (laughs) for you. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's, we get the theme song, 6 minutes, 17 seconds. Bum, 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 bum. So, yeah, they come back. Lem, Lem won't do the, uh, you know, the strike team says that Lem won't do the 18 months. He's going to do the full five years because... He's always going to be fighting every day in there and shit. Yeah, just to stay alive. Because Antoine's going to be sending one-niners at him. Even if he doesn't go to Longpoke, like, there's one-niners in every prison, basically, anywhere in that area. So he's fucked no matter what. And he's going to have to keep, you know, if he can survive, he'll be there the full five years. Okay, at some point in this, um, at some point in this episode, 
I mean, I, I'm not jumping the gun too much, but I, I, I might as well talk about it while I'm thinking about it. So Antoine tells Vic, I got one Niners in every prison in this country or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this area, whatever he says. Yeah, probably up and down the, like, the western you know, seaboard. Okay, so say Lem ends up somewhere in wherever. He's in Oakland. <laughs> how long? How long does that message take to spread through the prison systems? That Antoine wants a hit on it. That dude. Oh, I would say not long at all. Like, do you think probably like, a week? A week. <laughs> it takes a week to get there between peoples. I would say at the most a week. Like, all you got to do is have somebody come visit Antoine and then have that person tell somebody else up in Oakland and they go visit that whoever's, you know, running things up there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I think it's it's pretty easy. Is that what you did when you were in jail? <laughs> yep. That's how I survived. Yeah, I could see that. that <laughs> Just there. ratting out everyone else. Selling pills, too. <laughs> <laughs> I used two small onions in the sauce. Two onions. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what movie that's from? <laughs> Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't put too many onions in the sauce. I'm like, I, I didn't <laughs> put too many onions in, Paul. How many onions you put in? I put two two small onions in. Two onions. <laughs> you three big cans of tomatoes. Yeah, I don't know. I just watched, <laughs> I don't know last week or so. You know, I love nice. it. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh my god, is that movie incredible? All right. Anyways, um. So Vic goes to see Antoine Mitchell. Yeah, jail. trying to cut a deal to keep Lem alive. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there, but, you know, he's got to for Lem's sake. Right. So Antoine Mitchell basically says, all right, I want you to show and help Helpern and his crew Rob this police warehouse. Well, no, it's not Halpern because he's like he's talking shit about Halpern. He's like he, that guy's scared of his own shadow. He's like I want you to help out Kern. Kern's back apparently. Um, oh, that's all right. Yeah. And Vic's like, oh yeah, I heard his rap career wasn't doing so good, but I didn't realize he was back in colors. And like, yeah, so uh, they want to boost up Kern and kind of muscle out Halpern. Yeah, Kern and crew. Yeah, yeah Kern and his guys are going to be robbing Halpern. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> So they're going to be robbing this PD warehouse that has, like, all the stuff that was seized or whatever. It hasn't been sold yet. So uh, they're going to rob that place, and uh, they want, you know, strike team to help them out. Yeah, like, they want the, you know, you know, the camera work, you know, like, shut the cameras down. I want, you know, like, we, we need details on who works there and what the shifts are like. And he wants all that thing, like, walk them through. This is the back door. This is the whatever, whatever. And in exchange, Lem will be safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds very fishy. Like, you know, this isn't going to be the end of it. There'll right, be some next thing and some next thing and some next thing. And So here, let me ask you this, then, in, in your opinion. Like, you know how it works on the inside. So <laughs> let's say everything did go well. Okay? Yeah. They got in. They robbed it. Everything was great. And Antoine honors the, the the deal he makes with Vic and Lem's safe. Like he's not putting hits out on Lem. Mm-hmm. Do you th- is he also safe in the fact like let's say the Aryan Brotherhood wants a piece of Lem? Does Antoine protect him from them, or is it just I'm protecting you from my people? Like you're on your own after that type of deal. Yeah, what? I would say he's 
I would imagine it's not going to be to protect Len. Like, they're not going to put their own guys in harm's way to protect Len. Like, I think it's just to, you know, we won't kill him. That's okay, all you're buying. We ain't going to fuck with them, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say for anybody else. All right. Yep. Any other criminals that Len's put away in all of his time could still come after him. You know. Because then, like, what's to stop, like, you know, Antoine Mitchell going to the Aryan guy, like, hey, listen, I'm not yeah. do anything that this dude would. If you did, I'd give you something. Yeah. Like a blowjob. I mean, I think, realistically, if that's what all he wanted to do, like, why he would do that anyway. He wouldn't even need, need to go through the extra step of going to the Aryan guy. <laughs> like, once he's got Vic Mackey, like, in his pocket, what's Vic Mackey going to do? Yeah. Here's another question. Are blowjobs currency in jail, do you think? <laughs> like, was it when you were in there? <laughs> uh, not when I was there. Like, is it more oodles and noodles and that kind of thing that you <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes? Pruno. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I would imagine. It's got to be worth something. Wait, hold on. i got to turn my page. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Claudette and Dutch get another glory hole case. Yeah, this time the guy's dick got snapped all the way off. Yeah, I think they, like they said something about like the the rat trap had like teeth on it this time. Yeah, That's I remember cool. last time they were like, oh, we think he kind of just you know let it go halfway. This time it clearly went the whole way and it had teeth on it, so this guy's dick is gone. Ooh. Oh, Tina comes out like. Tina's like carrying it in her hand and they're like it looks very tiny at that point like just the way she's got her hands cradled which yeah that's fair it's gonna shrivel yeah sure would uh like I've never set a rat trap can you set them halfway um I think he was like holding it you know like when you pull it back you just Uh, don't actually set it all the way you just you're holding it oh I see okay yeah yikes yeah (laughs) <laughs> you can do that when you're not waiting for a rat to just stumble across it. When you're 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 putting it in the rat, like you can do whatever you want, I guess. You remember that episode, or maybe it's Jackass the movie where they have that whole room of mouse traps. Yes. And they just walk around like cats and shit. <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah, I can't remember who it was though. That seems like a Steve-O thing. I want to say it was that McElerney guy or whatever. I can't. Oh, right. Yeah. I want to say it was that guy, but I'm, I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, <laughs> um, so they're looking into the glory hole. The strike team, they go and meet with Kern, and we meet this guy named Moses. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I don't know, they're kind of like, uh, I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile away from, from the warehouse. Like, over the train tracks, they're in some, like, abandoned lot of some kind, looking at the building, talking stuff. Yep. Um. Because they're kind of worried that, like, this is all a Kavanaugh thing. Like, Antoine's feeding him this mission, but it's all Kavanaugh behind it, and Kavanaugh just wants to catch him in the act. So uh, they're kind of making sure, like, oh, does this, like, look legit? Like, uh, are they is, are there people set up here watching this place? Mm-hmm. They're kind of casing it out. And uh, Kern shows up, and he's kind of, he's very pissy, Kern. Uh, <laughs> he's not as friendly as he used to be. No, he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very dickish. He gets into it with Shane and Vic and just being a real pain in the ass. I mean, it's kind of fair. They've screwed him over a couple of times, and then I guess he's just bitter because his career didn't turn out so good. 
So they're talking, uh, like they're they're giving current info. They got the map out, like, okay, this guy's usually here, but blah blah blah. And then Aceveda calls, and he's like, "We need to talk." And then Vic's like, "All right." And then he just leaves, and I'm like thinking, <laughs> I don't know. This is a pretty big part of like, this is a big deal. What's going about to go down with his raiding of the police warehouse? Just mm-hmm. another so absurdly stupid. <laughs> it's still awesome though. Yeah, I guess he trusts Shane and Ronnie that they'll figure it out. And they also, it's not for another you know, couple hours, so I don't know. Maybe there's I, nothing you can do. I, I understand, but I don't know. Like, all right, so he, he goes back to the thing and talks to Aceveda. And Aceveda's telling him, like, oh, hey, Forrest Whitaker's coming after your pension. Yeah, uh oh. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. So Vic, I don't know. I don't know what Vic believes or what he doesn't believe at this point. Yeah, Osvaldo is just kind of working him up and trying to rile him up and hoping he does something stupid. I think. Okay, so Lem cuts a deal. Yep. Yeah. Um, at least he's. I think. Uh, yeah, he's telling. They're telling Kavanaugh that he cut a deal. Yeah. But then Kavanaugh kind of is like, you know, what? I better find out about this. And he calls the chief, and the chief has no record of this deal yet. Yeah, like, it, it's on the chief's desk, but he's not there right now or whatever. So the chief hasn't seen nothing. Yeah. But also, or, uh, you know. Yeah, Kavanaugh and Acevedo are kind of like, oh, we still have a chance at this then. So Forrest Whitaker and Acevedo have a conversation. He's like, you think uh, – you think Mackie bought that bullshit about his pension? <laughs> so now, so then you're like, oh, Aceveda is working with Kavanaugh. Yeah, it sure seems that way. Like, who's he working with? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's nice to have that where you're just like, man, both of these seem like good options. Or, I mean, better. Or is he just working both of them until it benefits him? Until so there's a winner? Which way to jump? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be a smart thing to do. Yeah, that seems like an Aceveda move right there. Oh, it's definitely an Aceveda move. (laughs) Uh, Um, Dutch and Claudette go see that guy from the first, uh, you know, rat trap incident. And uh, he doesn't want to come with. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, like car accident you're in. Because they don't want his wife to know about it. So he eventually, you know, goes with them begrudgingly. Yeah. Um. We get at this point the chief calls Claudette in or whatever and oh, says yeah. that she has to go do a full medical review after her passing out and all that jazz. Yeah. He's like, Why didn't you tell us you had lupus and stuff like that? And she's like, What? Like she's like, How did you know about that? Oh, she goes <laughs> the fuck off on the chief. She goes off on Billings in here. Yeah. She lets everybody know what the fuck she thinks. It's awesome. She calls Billings spineless right in front of me. Like, this spineless, <laughs> gelatinous nothing over here does nothing here. If you weren't always out to lunch, you're leaving at four, passing the buck. <laughs> <laughs> you realize people aren't even calling in their crimes anymore because who cares? They know we're not going to do anything. The leaving it for thing, like, Billings looks over at the chief, like, with his eyes open, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that in front of him, you know, it's yeah. hilarious, like a kid in his, in front of the parents, that's what it seemed like. 
It's so awesome. accurate. Yeah, she really just tears into everything that's going on. And she's like, why is Kavanaugh, like, here? Like, this is bullshit. Like, all the cops are scared. Like, yeah, no one can do their jobs because this guy's always looming over us. It's like, this is fucking horseshit. <laughs> everything that's going on here lately is terrible. So then Claudette goes downstairs and she's like, hey, Dutch, fuck you for yeah. telling the chief about my lupus. And he's like, what? I didn't do anything like that. And she's like, oh, really? Just like you didn't go to the DA behind my back, you motherfucker? And he's like, I didn't do this. She's like, fuck you, you did this. Yeah, she's like, you probably told that Latina wet dream. Oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Went over, like, he's like, what the fuck? Like, that's character assassination and shit. She's like, it's career assassination. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she really jumps to conclusions there, which you got to figure, like, you passed the fuck out and fell down the stairs at work. <laughs> People are going to find out what you have at that point. Yeah, really, yeah. It's within their purview to be like, hey, what's going on with you? Uh, oh, my hip. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my hip just puts me to sleep and I, I just fell down the stairs. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like that's yeah, that's that's nuts to me. Um this I don't know if he's a concerned citizen comes in about the glory hole attacks that are going on and Billy yeah. has nothing to do with it. So he pushes him off on Julian and then Julian almost fights this dude. Yeah, it gets weird. Like this guy like he is very aggressive. Like he's like the gay activist guy who you know, he runs some gay men's association or something. And uh like Julian is being fairly cool about it, given how much we know he doesn't like gay people because he is a gay person. But, like, he's like, yeah, you know, maybe they knew what they were doing was wrong. And the guy's like, what, consensual people having consensual sex and stuff like that? And he's like, well, it wasn't public. Like, that, that is a crime. And then the guy's like, I want your badge number. Like, we didn't, he, this is escalating rather quickly for no yeah. reason. I hear you, but still, like Julian is the he is the he is the gayest homophobe I've ever seen. Yeah, he is like yeah. he hates gay people, but he is super gay though. He sure is. So he I don't. He's very conflicted there. I hear you. Uh let's see. Strike team and Kern. We get we we're getting ready to raid the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kern and his guys come in from one one part. You know, Vic and his strike team come in through like the guards tower or whatever. Yeah, they figure like Ronnie apparently just you know hits the power button on the cameras so that it all goes down. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> all that's that about all it took. <laughs> yep. Well, we just had to turn turn the button off that red one. <laughs> pushed it and it, like we're done now. That's it. We're good. <laughs> So, yeah, that's all they did. So what happens inside the warehouse, though? Oh, some bad, bad things. Uh, they kind of, they get this, there's a cop guard in the place. They put a mask on his head and kind of get him out of the way. And they're going after this safe that they're trying to steal from here. And uh, then all of a sudden, Moses and his, like, you know, right-hand guy kind of turn on him and shoot that cop dead. And they shoot Kern. Yep. Yeah, sad times. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently this was part of the plan Antoine didn't want the strike team to know about, but, yeah, they, they're taking out Kern. Like, apparently Kern was trying to, you know, muscle his way back in, but nobody wanted him in, so they needed to get him out of the way, but 
have it look like an accident, like he just died in the fucking, you know, robbery. Not that they took him out. So that make him look weak. So... Vic and, like, because they draw their guns on the Moses guy, and he's like, you can't shoot me. Yeah, what about Lem? Yeah. Like, ah, fuck, I guess we gotta let him go. Yeah. (laughs) And so... Yeah, they're kind of freaking the fuck out. They don't know what the fuck to do at this point. And then they're they're trying to leave, and they hear that Kern is still alive. He's, He's, like, gurgling over there, like, ah, this is so brutal right here. Yeah. Yeah, he's dying on the floor, and <laughs> they can't call the paramedics or anything, because why no. were they there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, so, they could put him in their car and try to drive him to the hospital and kick him out, but even that's risky, so Vic's just like, we gotta let him die. Like, we gotta let him bleed out. Like, the cops will be here in ten minutes. He's not gonna make it five, so... We'll just leave him. And even, like, the weird thing is Shane, who was, like, going at it with Kern earlier and always kind of seems like a racist asshole. Like, he's the one who's like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> like, we can't leave this guy here to die. Yeah. But they do. Yeah, Vic's like, we have to, like. And, like, it's so sad because Kern is just, like, pleading. Like, Mackie, please. Yeah. Mackie, Mackie. And he's like, well, I got to go, dude. I got this yeah. double parked. <laughs> I got to take my... My red box back. <laughs> uh, I don't want to pay that other dollar. Yeah, I mean, that's a dollar. It's a tax. <laughs> and the Bernie's, too, isn't that good? No, it isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, they leave him there. He just dies on the floor. Yeah. Brutal. Our boy, Kern. So many good episodes he was in, and now, now he's done. Yeah. Sticky fingers. Yeah. Um... Claudette and Dutch are still pissy at each other. They're interviewing the glory hole guy. And then they get a call about, like, there was a domestic violence situation at the guy with the car accident. Yeah, the guy from the first incident um, who they picked up and said it was a car accident. That guy is involved in a domestic dispute now, apparently. He He took a baseball bat and started beating up his wife. Because she was calling him, you know, he was making fun of him for being gay in front of their kids and stuff like that. Because she knew, once they started coming around asking questions, she she knew he was back at, you know, the gay stuff. So is that the thing? Like, I mean, apparently, like, if, you, if you're gay, the women get mad about it, man. <laughs> Remember, Osaveda's wife did not take it well. Yeah. I mean, I can see why, why your wife would be mad. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like why but, did you marry me if you liked guys? Well, Osavada didn't like guys. I mean, yeah, that's no, like, no, that yeah. one, that was forced on him. She was. <laughs> you should have taken the bullet, sir. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what he said to him. Pretty much, that was uncalled for. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he wanted no part of that, but he had to do it for her and the kid. And she was like, no, nah. no, no. Nah. We would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. We, I'm sure you got life insurance. We would have been set up for the future. Could have bought a nicer house. Um. So the cops are now all over the warehouse. And the strike team shows up. They were on a stakeout. 
Yeah, on the other side of town. Yeah, did anybody see you there? It's like, well, we wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a stakeout then, right, huh? <laughs> Basically, what they say something like that. Because Forrest Whitaker knows. Yeah, he's there, and he fucking he's already sniffed this out. Like, this is just like Terry, another dead cop and a dead suspect. But like, yeah, it seems very familiar. And it is pretty awesome. Yeah, this it, is where it gets amazing. It it is pretty awesome. Yeah, because he does like. He 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 kind of calls it like he doesn't ever like say there's gonna be another crew or anything. Like he didn't say, oh, you know, there was another crew here. But he's like, you know, he kind of just said like, oh yeah, here's what happened, and it kind of did happen that way. Yeah, he's he's dead nuts on. <laughs> he knows what's happening here. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Uh, this whole this whole interaction is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this more later on. Um. Well, this is where this is where it all comes out. Where uh, he's he's pushing Vic with saying, you know, oh, this all sounds familiar and all this shit, and Vic claps back. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. he sure does. This is basically where he informs Forrest Whitaker that, hey, I, I slept with your ex-wife. Yeah, we'll save the quote for later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like it, <laughs> he drops that bomb on him, and Forrest Whitaker's face just completely changes. Yeah. And the next scene is him, like, rushing to Sadie's house to be like, hey, what happened with you and Vic Mackey? Yeah. <laughs> like a crazy person. Yeah, because, yeah, he goes, yeah. Yeah, he goes He goes to her house and shit. Yep. And, and he's like, what happened here? And she's like, nothing. And, then, like, he pulls out a picture of Vic, and he's like, you ever see this guy? And she's like, yeah. Like, oh, really? What happened? Oh, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. What did oh. he do? Uh, he made me come twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, oh, God. <laughs> so she's, like, pushing him out the door. Yeah, she fucking hates him. Yeah, she hates She's like, you better leave her. I'm calling the police. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So Lem tells the strike team that the captain or whoever signed off on the deal. Yeah, the the chief, yeah. The deal signed off on. Uh, so he, he says reports bye. to jail tomorrow. Yeah. So this is last night of freedom, so they're going to throw him a big party. And they're all kind of giving him hugs and thanking him for, you know, being the one to take this hit. And they're sorry it turned out this way and that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but, but they all, you know, respect him and they're going to try to do whatever they can to take care of him. When he goes into prison, and maybe it'll be 18 months, or maybe it'll be a full five years, but they're going to do whatever they can. So, Claudette gets called back up to see the chief. Yeah, the actual chief is here. Yeah, the actual chief chief is. I don't think we've ever seen this guy before, right? No, there was that other guy, like, older black guy uh, before. Remember Chief, like, Bankston, I think his name was, or Banks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I guess, uh, from what I heard on one of the commentaries, I think he just wasn't available. So they're like, oh, new chief. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, the new chief, yeah, he does even say, like, oh, yeah, I wanted to work with you and stuff. So, yeah, he's trying to, like, he's trying to be the people's chief. <laughs> just smell what the chief <laughs> is cooking. So, they like, he's like, hey, uh, we got your uh, medical records. You're medically fit for duty and she's like yeah i told you already you fucking chump like she's still <laughs> angry as fuck she's mad oh yeah she is and not then, taking any sass and then the chief's like uh well, we're gonna make you captain 
Yeah, finally getting her chance. And she's like, what makes you think I'd want that? <laughs> Which is fair. She's been fucked out of this position once before. And yeah. Twice so then before, she's like, <laughs> I want, I want to, you know, I want guarantees that I run this my way and that kind of thing. She's like, you know, they're negotiating, like, you know, what, what, what sort of role she'll be taking. And then Forrest Whitaker comes running in the room and <laughs> he's fucked. He's fucking angry as fuck. Yeah, this guy is on a rampage at this point. Like, he's not even making sense anymore. He's just like, how could you sign off on this deal with the Mansky? Like, we're so close to getting Big Mackey. Yeah. He's pissing on you. He's pissing on everyone. And he's pissing on everybody. Oh, my <laughs> <Piss>. God. <laughs> I'm going to piss, piss on your face. I'm going <laughs> to fart in your mouth. I'm going <laughs> to shit on these walls, Ray. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He is so mad, like, and the chief tells him, like, uh, you got 48 hours to tie up any kind of loose ends, and yeah, someplace else to do it. Yeah, Claudette needs her office. Captain yeah. Wims. Captain Wims needs her office back. Yeah. Yeah, so, Claudette's right there, Claudette's like, huh, all right, maybe. <laughs> Um, so, where are we at here? Um, uh, the strike team, at this point, they find out the safe was empty. There was nothing in yeah. it because they got a report that, I guess, Kern had the money or had all these jewels and shit in his jacket, right? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think he's yeah, the- like, basically, I don't know, he, he, he got all the good shit. There wasn't much <laughs> in the safe. Oops. Yeah, so Vic's like, holy shit, I gotta go to, I gotta go see Antoine Mitchell. Yeah, try to save this deal somehow. Yeah. So Julian gets the glory ho- glory hole guy. They have this they have this guy up in the interrogation room that they've been interviewing. It's yeah. kinda like so Julian's up there. They know he did it, they just can't get him to confess and they don't really have any evidence. Right. So they're just trying to get him to break here. So, I don't know, do, do, do they ask Julian to go, or is he just taking it upon himself? I don't remember, like, hey, Julian, do you want to crack at this? <laughs> no, he just goes in himself. I think he was supposed to be moving him or something, and he just kind of ended up getting into a whole conversation with him. Okay. And so, Julian, I think, like, he handcuffs him, like, he's handcuffed both hands to the rails, like, one, you know, one on each rail. And Julian's like, don't you hate the gays? Like that, isn't that the <laughs> sort of conversation we're we're headed down? Pretty much. And then he starts going into, oh yeah, you did all this because you wanted to touch another guy's penis. Uh, you wanted yeah. to know what that feels like. So that's you're just as gay as all the rest of them. You're just denying it. So it's, he's clearly talking about himself here. <laughs> yes. Sure. But uh, the guy's like, no, no, not at all. I just hate the gays. <laughs> that's yeah, it. I don't like the gays. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like. They start going into like uh it was kinda like uh like they go into like a Bible battle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they start like it, it's almost like in um Tombstone where uh Johnny Ringo and Doc Holliday get into it at the casino a little bit. Where they start <laughs> yeah. doing like Latin with each other and <laughs> drawing the guns and shit. Yep. It's kinda like that scene, but they're doing it. <laughs> not as cool. Bible no, not not cool at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> But basically, he gets that dude to confess. He's like, yeah, I did it. I don't like the gays. Yeah. 
doesn't like. It's like I was teaching him a lesson, so well, you're going to jail now. Yeah. So Kavanaugh then goes to Lems and is like, yeah, "Hey, is- sorry that you're taking it in the can. Like, I wanted Vic, not you." And Lem just tells him to leave. Like, <laughs> Kavanaugh's trying to be his friend, and Lem's just like, I- "This is your fault. Like, get the fuck out of here." Yeah, but then he does shake his hand and shit. Yeah. And he's like, you know, maybe under different circumstances, you know, type of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, Kavanaugh just, like, he does, like, he just shows up and kind of apologizes. Like, I didn't mean to be a dick to you. Like, you know, you just got in the middle. Yeah, he sure was a dick to him at every opportunity, though, so. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. Five years seems like a lot for a pack of heroin. I don't know. I don't know how much heroin that is, but. Yeah, maybe it's felony level or something. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's probably a, a good amount of heroin. The intent to distribute, I guess, is probably where they get you. But once again, like, wh- what is intent to distribute at that point? It just looked like one big block of thing. If yeah. You have, like, if if it's all packaged up into, like, a thousand different little things, then okay. I think, from what I understand, it's just, uh, if you have a certain amount, no matter what form it's in, it's intent to distribute. It's like, clearly this is not for your personal use, unless you've got a real problem. Well, I guess. So. <laughs> Look, I know Snoop Dogg, like, he has giant jars of weed all around him at all times. Like, that That's seems true. like a lot of weed. <laughs> I realize weed's legal in California and shit, but... Yeah. How he got by before those laws, I don't know. Oh, you get by. Um. <laughs> so... Vic goes, um, yeah, see, he goes to see Antoine. Yeah, he goes to see Antoine. Antoine's like, fuck you, deals off. And Vic flips shit, man. Yeah, and Kavanaugh apparently was fueling this fire between them because he's just like, like, he's like, Kavanaugh's been telling me you've been going around acting like you're getting one up on me with this whole thing, so fuck you. So Kavanaugh's trying to sabotage any potential peace between Vic and uh, Antoine. Yeah. Yeah, and Vic kind of tries to choke him out and shit, jumps across the table, tries to kill Antoine. Yeah. Not very hard, but... (laughs) I feel like he could have if he really wanted to. That's just Detective Mackey's way of saying goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) He is extra breathy there. So breathy. (laughs) Um, Where are we at here? Okay, so... We're at Lem's going away party. Uh, well, first Billings goes to Claudette and is like, hey, why'd you throw me under the bus with Phillips up there and shit like that? And oh, yeah. She's like, oh, you know, hey, they set you up to fail. It's not your fault. Like, there was no way you could have done this. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm probably just going to quit, <laughs> transfer out of here. She's like, well, you know, she's playing him, you know, the right way where she's kind of like, hey, take a couple days, you know, see how you feel. My door's opened. Yep. Not your door anymore. <laughs> you didn't even have a door for very long, but yeah. <laughs> but I got it back. <clears throat> yeah. Does he re- does he quit? Uh, we'll find out. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so spoiler free and shit, man. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, let's just say that Dutch is going to need a new partner now. That Claudette's Captain. Oh no. <laughs> Dutch and Billings? 
possible. Who else is he going to partner up with? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know any other detectives on this show. That seems like an oddball pairing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen them both like... I can see like... Dutch strangling a cat while Billings jerks him off. <laughs> That's what I see. The cat I and the Dutch. Finale of the show. <laughs> the cat and wow. Yeah, it's like a Michael Hutchins. Double Dutch rudder almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we? Okay, so uh, Lim's going away party. Are we, are we there? Yep. All right. So uh, Lim's in there. He's drinking he's got chicks all over him and shit i'm sure he's gonna yeah. get laid for sure yeah i would hope so it's yeah, last yeah. day yeah uh vic's talking to becca doyle says i have to tell you something about Lem. <laughs> and then he kisses her and then they just start making out and shit yeah i don't know man very she strange seems, she seems too good for him she definitely does yeah she's a classy like High-priced lawyer. Yeah. Maybe she she's slumming it with this. Yeah, I guess that's got to be it. But, like, I mean, I'm, you know, fuck Ronnie or something, man. <laughs> I mean, he's got a beard. He's got, he's got that cult of personality. I he's get got, it. He's got, well, maybe, yes, I'm saying, like, she needs somebody more laid back. I mean, she seems high-strung. She needs a Lem. She needs a Ronnie. Like, a Shane and a Vic's not, not her speed, I think. It's too much, <laughs> too much adrenaline. But I'm guessing they go have sex. It's not explicitly shown, but I'm assuming that's where that leads. Yeah. Um, Dutch tells Claudette that it was Billings who told, you know, the, the brass about her lupus. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when she passed down the stairs, he saw, like, a prescription bottle fell out of her purse or something, so he called her doctor. I'm like, the, do- the doctor would never tell you what's going on. <laughs> I understand you're her boss, but you're just her boss. You know you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not another doctor. He's not going to tell you, oh, she's taking this because this reason and shit. Well, I think they mentioned that, you no, know, the EMTs saw it in her purse while they were treating her. Which would make sense. Like, obviously, the EMTs are going to need to know what's, what they're treating. So they're going to look around for this shit. And he, like, overheard the EMTs talking about it. I think oh, it. see, okay. That so, makes... yeah. Right. Again, you do this at work, people are going to find out. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> All right. No way so around it. We get, like, the big climactic ending, ending here. Oh, this is great. They... The music choice, especially, just playing Disarmed by the Smashing Pumpkins, was such a good choice. I love that song. Me too. That song is one of my favorites of all time. It is. I don't necessarily love the Smashing Pumpkins, but I love that song. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I don't know. They're okay. I love it. And it's so well used here. I remember, like, that's the thing I remember most about this episode, is honestly, as this episode was getting closer, I'm like, oh, sweet. We're going to get that one with Disarm at the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. I remember it so vividly. Yeah. Yeah, they love the montage here, for sure. Yeah. Big, big fan. So they, they make a plan that Lem's not going to jail. Yeah. Vic comes in kind of all frazzly. He's like, yeah, we made a deal with Antoine, but it fell through. So uh, you can't go to jail. Yeah, you're going to. So they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you as soon as you get there. Yep. And Lim's like, I don't know, you know. I don't understand that either. Why? Like, why? Okay, 
I understand that um, he's going to jail or whatever. Why couldn't he plead that he wanted isolation? You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be segregated or protective custody or whatever. Um, I think they did say in one of these episodes where, like, they're like, oh, protective custody is a joke. <laughs> I know, they so do he, say so that. he would be in protective custody, but it would just, you know, there's no point. Like, that's it's it's not really protected, <laughs> I guess is what they're saying. Hmm. Huh. All right. Yeah, like, he would, they call it protective custody, but that doesn't mean someone's not going to get near him. Because I know I've watched those jail shows before. You know, like on Netflix, you know, like those real I, I one's just called jail and one like, you know, about prison and shit. And when I've seen protective custody and stuff like those motherfuckers, they're not even allowed out of their cells for longer than an hour and shit. They're allowed to out to like shower and, you know, maybe you know, run around the track a couple times. And that's about it. It seems yeah. like it'd be very hard to get somebody. Like, I, I wonder if maybe they're just not interested in giving that to him, you know, like what's in it for them? <laughs> like they just don't care. They're like you're you were a cop, you did something bad, fuck you. Yeah. My caramba. So Yeah. So what happens here but in this the- is a such a good scene because like everyone's like all talking at the same time and it's just like so frantic and everyone's just trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And you can see Vic is really getting like, you know, like uh you know, just frazzled here where he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. We're just trying to keep you alive right now. That's all I can focus on right now is keeping you alive. Yeah. Like he realizes, I think, I think they all realize we are at the end of this. Yeah. Like it's no longer us kicking ass and skimming. Yeah. We're out of options here. Like basically like you're going to have to not turn yourself in tomorrow and just go on the lamb. Like we're going to try to get you to Mexico. I guess that's our only option here is you pull a Gilroy and go the fuck to Mexico. Um, so let's start looking up his old contacts because <laughs> we're going to need that. And Lem's just like, no, I don't want that, but he's kind of got no other option. It's either that or certain death in jail. Yeah. So, yeah, the montage with Disarm playing, we see, like, Claudette is, like, getting ready to become captain. You know, she's, you know, rearranging some furniture or whatever, putting her... Yeah, she's moving into her office, and she sees Dutch down there at Nantina, as per usual. Yeah. (laughs) We got Julian driving high-speed Danny to the hospital, who's getting ready to have the baby. She's in the back seat. And once again, like, these two have such a weird relationship, yeah. Like when, when they work together, they hate each other, and then they kind of still don't like each other all that much. But yet he's still like her best friend. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. It is a very weird. Yeah, you're right. Like they, they always make mention of oh these two are so close and stuff like that. And I guess there's moments like this where it shows that. But yeah, whenever they have to interact, it's always painful. It and is. They don't like, like each other at all. Remember, so like Danny's like, all like, "You better tell your wife you're gay, or I'm gonna go tell her you're gay." Yeah. Like you don't do that to your best friend and shit. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I yeah. I mean, I guess good for them that they have each other because they don't seem to have anyone else. <laughs> we see Forrest Whitaker shows up at Corinne's house. Yeah, this is fucked up. Uh-oh. I remember first seeing this and I was like, oh, my God, what is going to happen here? Because they just ended there. Like, he just like, can I come in? And he goes in, and we're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
He's looking for some payback, and Corinne, you know, ain't going to go for it. It's dark. You know, it's nighttime. It's not yeah. day. It's night. It's, you know, it's late. Yep, she's there, you know, alone with some kids. Like, um, this isn't good. Yeah, I don't remember what happens. Yeah, I remember just being... The, the way this episode ended, I don't think I've ever been more on the edge of my seat waiting for the next episode in my life. Yeah, I hear <laughs> I, I still remember the feeling after watching this episode. Where I was just like, God damn, I would do anything to watch the next episode right now. <laughs> um... And we get to, like, Lem, you know, we see Lem, like, he's hugging Shane, he's hugging Ronnie. He gets in the back seat for some reason. <laughs> I guess he's got to duck down, probably, and lay across it, I'm assuming. Oh, all right. Just so no one finds him. And, yeah, Vic and him just kind of drive away. To Mexico, I guess, right? No, no, not to Mexico yet. They're, uh, they're going to stash him for now. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, try to try to work out some kind of you know way to get him across the border. Yeah. But yeah, if he misses, you know, he doesn't turn himself in first thing that morning. He his deal is out the window, so he's kind of pot committed at that point. Yeah. Well, this is all you got left is running. I like the poker reference in there. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is what, what an we ending. Did. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. Just they're they're trying to keep them alive, and it's just, just not looking good at this point. Like, all the options are bad. Why couldn't it have been Ronnie with the heroin? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think it, it hurts more when it's Lem. Because he's yeah, more attached to that character. Yeah. And he's just such a, you know, such a good guy. Yeah. That him being on the chopping block is always going to be more, uh, you know, feel more important. Um, yeah, we'll find out what happens with that next weekend, or next week. I get, I, this is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, agreed. This is, absolutely. This episode was so fucking good. It just was. It was just... There's so much good shit. There's so much going on. It's all good. Just Vic Mackey alone having sex with Kavanaugh's wife. Yes. Like, that's fucking amazing. And then yeah. they just top it. They're like, oh, here's some other good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it is awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's award this biatch. All right. Uh, let's do some best quotes first up. Uh, go ahead. You can go. Um, <laughs> right at the beginning where, you know, Vic bangs out Kavanaugh's ex-wife, and he's just like, he shows up late to the to the meeting with uh, the strike team, and Shane's like, oh, where have you been? And he's like, I had an ex-wife thing. Hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, after, uh, after, like, Claudette flips out on, uh, you know, Phillips and Billings, Billings is like, you know, she leaves or whatever, and he he goes to Phillips. She's like, pretty loopy. Perhaps why they, that's why they call it lupus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so good. I love Billings. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so yeah. hapless. Yeah. <laughs> like ah, light bulb. <laughs> oh, fucking Billings. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Um, I just, I like when Vic is seeing Kavanaugh, or, uh, 
he goes to see Antoine at the beginning. And they're talking about Kavanaugh, and then Antoine just says, "Yeah, Kavanaugh's an intense cat, isn't he?" Yeah. <laughs> like coming from Antoine. Yeah. It's like, yep. That, that's something. But even this guy knows this guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, like even yeah, that, he, yeah, he even makes Antoine like creepy, creepy yeah. out. <laughs> it was smart of the writers to lean into that. They're like, yep, this guy's weird and creepy and. <laughs> He's off-putting to everyone, so let's let's lean into that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the writers. <laughs> I think it's just Forrest Whitaker, man. <laughs> um. Whenever, uh, whenever Kern and Moses show up for that first meeting with Vic and the guys, where they're standing <laughs> in that band a lot, they come they come in, they're blasting music and, and shit, and Shane's like. Crank it up. Some cop in Long Beach didn't hear it. And then he's like, why don't you relax, teeth? <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Well. That's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I always love when they give Shane shit for his, his giant mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you relax, teeth? <laughs> he's like Freddie Mercury, that guy. Yeah. There's so many teeth. Mama. <laughs> Um, I like when uh, when Dutch and uh, Tina and Julian are talking and they're like, he asks if Canvas turned up anything and Julian's like, not so far. And Dutch is like, so we got dick, which is more than I can say for our victim. <laughs> <laughs> Does he say pun intended after that? <laughs> nope, I don't think so. He does kind of give a look like, hey, I, was that a good one? High five, anyone? Yeah. No, no high fives? All right, all right. <laughs> Uh, later on that same scene with, uh, Kern and Moses, Kern and Vic get into it, or, yeah, Kern and Vic get into it a little bit, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he, he, in reference to Antoine Mitchell, like, Vic tells Kern, he's like, the favor I have to do, taking mouth shit from MC has been, I don't. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, that's pretty good. Right? That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. Um, let's see. Um, I like when uh, when they tell Kavanaugh that Lem took this deal, and then Vic says he'll be out on parole before the blood rushes back to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Kavanaugh is just clearly stunned. <laughs> yeah, all his his thing has gone up in smoke at this point. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Here's a fun one, a Kavanaugh line that we we somewhat referenced earlier. This guy's pissing all over us. We just smile and look it up. This guy's just pissing all over us. He's pissing <laughs> on you. What's it taste like? What's it taste like this to me? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good impression so too. Yeah, he does say this is the episode for you. He does say piss at least like 34 times in that fucking whole little monologue of his. He really does. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, so much piss. Uh, At the beginning, when Vic goes to see Antoine Mitchell in jail, he says, "Uh, You get me to drive all the way out here for couples counseling, or do you have something to say? (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. they, I think they were like bickering. Mm-hmm. 
know. It was funny. Pretty good. I like it. Um, I like when uh, when Claudette's like she's kind of you know crestfallen that she didn't get to tell Dutch that she's going to be captain. Like he already found out about it. She's like, oh, you know, I wish I, you know, I was going to tell you that myself. And he's like, well, you know how things spread around here, like herpes in a swingers party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you, we did the uh, we already did the one where what did he do? He made me come. That's yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah. Then there's like the best quote of the episode. I mean, yep. you, you, you can take it. <laughs> so this is where Vic, you know, flips it on Kavanaugh and finally drops the bomb on him. Uh, and he says, let me remind you of a few things you may have forgotten. I didn't kill Ter- I didn't kill Terry. You've lost your leverage with Lem and your ex-wife's pussy tastes like sweet butter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, <laughs> good. Would you like if I'm Kavanaugh? I don't even think I'm like buying into like I'm never thinking like oh he went and fucked my wife <laughs> because Vic's aware of the wife because yeah. you know they watched that the tape that night. I wonder. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe he's you think he's just bluffing here. Yeah, like I would think, like, oh, you know how you're like, oh, I fucked your mom, like, yeah, yeah, but you didn't fucking <laughs> mom, like, yeah, right. you don't even hold my mouth. Like I thought it was like if I was Kevin, I would have just taken it as that, like, oh, I'll just, I, I, he got nothing else. He's gonna make fun of my ex-wife who has, you know, mental problems. Unless it really it does taste like sweet butter. Yeah, like if it does, it's <laughs> like, like oh, butter. He knows. Okay, then he'll be like, huh, that's weird that he knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. the first thing people would guess, but nah. oh, he actually does know. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> down there. It's like one of those movie theater butter dispensers down there. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. Well, that would be bad for the woman, but I mean, I, I like popcorn. That's all yeah, me too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, apparently Vic Mackey was dropping face on her at some point. In this yeah, movie. I guess so. <laughs> it wasn't just some pounding on the countertop. He went to town. Yeah. <laughs> Good on him. Um, yeah, I wanted to write like all of Claudette's whole thing down, but it's just so much good stuff in there. But yeah, a lot of it's a lot of it's really good. Yeah, plus you know, go and watch this episode. You you want to you we don't want to spoil too much of this. I mean, <laughs> we just described every single thing that happened, but yeah, it's, it's really something else to watch this. I did like when uh, when they offer Claudette the captainship, though. Uh, you know, you can be captain, and she's like, "What makes you think I'd want that revolving door?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there have been a lot of captains in a fairly short amount of time. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else? I got no other quotes. No. All right. Well, let's move on to the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. Probably the same one here, I'm going to get. Kern. Yeah, Kern. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Kern. No more Kern. Sticky yeah, it's going to be sad. Two more seasons and no Kern. Yeah. Uh, poop. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, MVP. This is a tough one. Tough, this tough was call. This is Vic for me all day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even went with the strike team as a whole, like just all working together to try to like save Lem. 
Yeah, Vic really took it on his shoulders. <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to fuck this guy's crazy wife, mentally yeah. ill wife. Yeah. And just to make this look like a personal vendetta. And boy, he fucking did it. I hear ya. Yeah. Definitely did it. Yep. I would say runner-up is Claudette. She also, you know, dropped a lot of bombs in this one. Oh, uh, yeah, she, yeah. She, uh, you know, won herself a captain <laughs> spot without even trying. So uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck-up is our next award. Well, I mean, I went with Forrest Whitaker, you know, Kavanaugh, just because of, like, you don't flip out on the cheap and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not going to be good. And then, like, you showed up at Vic's house where his wife and his kids are at. That's probably not going to be good for you either. No, nothing good can come of this. Yeah. So we know Corinne's not going to be into you, so... You know. Yeah, she's going to be mad that you lied about having a, a kid with special needs. Yeah, and then froze all of her assets and wouldn't give her any yeah. money to feed her kids. Yep. Like, um, yeah, there's no chance of that happening. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Who do you got? Um, I went with the strike team. <laughs> Really? And their whole attempt to, uh, you know, they tried to make this deal with Antoine that probably was doomed anyway. Like, there's really no way Antoine's going to keep his word on that one, I wouldn't think. But even then, they, they go for it, and even then it fucks up, and there's no money. <laughs> I hear you, but w- they were desperate. I mean, you yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, that's fair. I get why they did it. It's just It still turned out badly, so that's a fuck up. Yeah. Um, and I would say Claudette as well, you know. Again, runner-up, just for jumping down Dutch's throat so much, and he seemed very butthurt about it, even by the end of the episode. Like, it's not like, oh, they're back together again. Like, he still seems pretty pissy about it, and, like, he's not going to get over this that, that easily. So, he's I, kind I, of... Yeah, but, you know, once again, you know, he did go behind her back on the, with the DA. Yeah, there is precedence. Yeah. That's, so. that's for sure. All right. Um, what about the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode? I got nothing. There's nothing wow. about this episode. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Every scene is really good. I can't. I couldn't think of nothing. I had two. Wow. Um, one of them is very, very minor. Um, when they've got Moses there and Moses is like, you can't touch me or, you know, they'll find them dead in a puddle of blood and blow juice. <laughs> <laughs> like blow juice i mean i get what they're going for but i've never heard that as a term and also just the way he says it like puddle of blood blow juice blow <laughs> juice i imagine that means they're gonna you know he's gonna have to suck all their dicks before he, he they kill him and yeah. it's like blowjob juice you know oh, well, well i mean if i'm getting killed anyways i'm not sucking your dick <laughs> yeah like it's going to end the same one way or the other. I'll go out without Dixon. Unless movie. they're doing it after they kill him. <laughs> oh. have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that line was weird to me. And especially the line reading of, like I said, really emphasizing the blow juice, which is not really a phrase, I don't think. Uh, but also my bigger one for this one, the, the one that wins for me, was okay. Strike team and Kern's team go into this uh, PD warehouse. And they put, like, a mask on the cop's head yeah. so that he can't see. And then they all take their fucking masks off. I didn't get that at all. 
You would never do that. That's a TV thing, I'm sure, because they wanted to be able to see who's who. But you would never fucking do that. I get that. Yeah, like, especially Vic and those guys. Yeah. They would absolutely not do that, just in case there was a camera that wasn't wired into the main system that mm-hmm. runs inside the thing, you know what I mean, as a backup or something. Yeah, somebody just stuck a camera there, but it's not wired. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's just... When it's just a random guy running or robbing your warehouse, okay. But when it's a cop, like, hey, isn't that Vic Mackey? Yeah, that, that's yeah. Shane's teeth. <laughs> that's definitely Shane's teeth. I've seen I can see the glint coming off of them. So <laughs> I, right. You can see them from space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I, that makes no sense to me. No one would ever do that. Yeah. Why have a mask if you're not going to wear it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. So that was the only thing to me that that really stood out as being terrible. <laughs> but all the plot itself was very good. Oh, it's so good. All right. Well, we got some casting to do here. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? We're going to do Danny and Julian. Um, once again, Julian, I did not put a whole lot of effort into because he's a real piece of shit. So yeah. um, who do you got for uh, for Julian? Let's start there and get that out of the way. Itchy. Because <laughs> he's always trying to kill Scratchy. So like I know Scratchy's always trying to kill Itchy, too, but it seems like Itchy's more the instigator. <laughs> it seems like I think it's just because he's the cat and you know he's the mouse. Like that makes sense. That. Uh... <laughs> what do you got? That's the only one I got for Julian. Like I, I, I didn't. I, I'm struggling with these two, Julian. And, and, <laughs> I think that's a good one. I went with uh, for Julian. I went with the the hunter from Bambi, the one who shoots Bambi's mom. <laughs> i wanted to come up with something like that and i couldn't think of any like i even i think i even googled like cartoons that murdered and i was like i, I get nothing going on yeah kill bambi yeah, long uh, you know something about taking mothers away from their children yeah that, that's the answer that's the winner right there <laughs> Yeah, sadly it is. All right, well, let's do Danny, um, who may not be a pleasant character, but at least the actress didn't murder anyone. I only got one for Danny. Uh, I got Dora the Explorer because, like, <laughs> she's like one of those know-it-alls that gets on everybody's nerves. <laughs> That's actually <especially> mine. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, she's just real, like, especially with, uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful Maria. Oh, yeah. She won't leave her alone. Leave Fortuna alone. She's so good looking. She's so jealous of her. She really is. We need a free Tina movement going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wear that T-shirt. And a time machine. but. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. What do you got? Um, this first one, uh, you're probably not super familiar with this show, but I went with, uh, Misty from Pokemon. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. 
she was like this redheaded girl who was like the one of Ash's companions in the first season. Uh, she was very like tomboyish. She was very not girly, and uh, she was very kind of just unpleasant. All she did basically was harangue Ash for wrecking her bike, and she's like, "You're gonna get me a new bike." And she was just very mean and unpleasant a lot of the time. So I'm like, "Yep, that's Danny." Let me be honest with you. I, you know. I still don't understand what's going on with Pokemon. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on with that thing, but I don't know. It's I don't need to know either. But yeah, I'm Googling. You'll regret it on your deathbed. You'll be like, oh, I should have spent more time. No, I see some like... I uh, could have caught them all. Misty cosplay, which I'm not opposed to. Yeah, no, that, that's always going to be a good time. Something I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet butter. <laughs> all right the next one i had um this is a show i it was a little after my time so i haven't seen a whole lot of it but i want a squidward from spongebob mm. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, know a lot about it either yeah he's kind of like his co-worker who's just a you know pain in the dick like everything anyone likes he hates it and He's just a grumpy Gus, it seems like, from what I've seen of it. So <laughs> that seems like Danny. <laughs> grumpy Gus. <laughs> Not a kind word to say about anyone. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, the only other one I had was Toot uh, from Drawn Together. Uh, what, was that superheroes? Um, One of them was a superhero. It was basically like a cartoon version of Big Brother, where they put a bunch of cartoons in a house and, uh, you know, they would record their antics and that kind of shit. One of them was Captain Hero. He was a superhero. Who's Toot? Uh, Toot is basically like their kind of parody of, like, uh, Betty Boop. Uh, like a 20s kind of, yeah, black and white kind of. Uh, yeah, she was kind of heavy and just depressed and would always cut herself and stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> Thought she, she was she was so hot, but really, you know, beauty standards standards have changed, so not so much anymore. It's kind of Danny this season, where it's just like, nope, Tina, that's what we want, Tina, not you. Was Drawn Together good? I love Drawn Together. Really? It's oh god, I wish that show would have went on forever. I fucking loved it. Huh? Me and my friend Steph used to watch that all the time. We would talk about it every week. How, how many so seasons good. was that on? Um, just three. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably on Comedy Central, I would imagine. Yep. Should be. Hmm. All right, maybe I'll try it. Yeah, it's so good. Then they made a movie that wasn't as good, but um. Who do you like on there? Oh man, they're all pretty good. Like Captain Hero is fucking great. Um. Princess Claire is pretty great. Um, what's her name? Oh, Foxy Love, she's pretty great. Uh, Xander's pretty great. He's su like super gay. <laughs> what about Ling Ling? Ling Ling was pretty great. Especially the theme song for Ling Ling. It was great. Huh, all right. Ling Ling into battle go. Fulfill destiny of the soul. <laughs> So, I mean, Sever skull doing? of adversaries, shove it in the poo-poo hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, I mean, is the premise of the show where they just live in a Big Brother house? Yeah, essentially. Like, there will be little plots and stuff, but nothing, like, overarching. It's very much just, here's these people's lives, they're all thrown together. Oh, and there's like, even, so like... It's more real world. Like, they're not voting each other off and stuff. Um, They don't do that, but there are certain episodes where, like, this, there's this Mr. Producer guy who will give them challenges. So it's kind of like Big oh. Brother. All right. <laughs> And it is just in a house, so yeah, it's uh, it's very good. It's got some very, very funny moments. Huh? Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. I remember the commercial for this, and I was like, oh, that doesn't look bad, and I just never watched it. Oh, I love it. Huh. It's it's so good. <laughs> Cannot recommend highly enough. That's it. Is that is that your last cartoon? Yeah, that's it. My God. We're almost <laughs> at the end, Jank. Yep. Next week, we'll, on our last episode, I guess we'll do what we usually do and cover any of the minor characters we didn't talk about yet. Um, so maybe Becca Doyle will probably be in there. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going to need some time on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll probably only try to come up with one for each person. Just to... Uh, yeah, I hear you. I'm not... Yeah. I can't not going in too in-depth. What are we doing next season? It better not be stupid. That's all I'm saying. Um, you're picking, so if it oh, is, I'm it's picking. I thought you were... <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out soon. Yeah. Well, we got some time. We got next week, and then we got a palate cleanser the next week. Yeah. Palate cleansing time. All right, Jake, we're coming to the end. Yep, yep. Next week's going to be, it'll be an interesting one. Say that for, for sure. Get your Kleenexes ready. Mackie's <laughs> Clubhouse at Yahoo. If you want yeah, to. that is our email. Yep. Find us on Facebook, Mackie's Clubhouse on there. Um, other than that, I don't know, you could write things in the sky. Hire a sky writer to write us a little <laughs> message and we'll see it. Maybe. We won't see it. I mean, I, I don't go outside <laughs> too much. You know, I don't think you go outside. No, me either. I don't even open my windows. Like, I can eat those shades down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone seeing in here. Yeah. I don't blame you. Because <laughs> I don't want to wear pants. That's no. me. Who does? <laughs> All right. Well, till next episode. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the corn muffin.